This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft, but the men can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Call them every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shower with 987. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got David Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Ah, oh, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. And welcome aboard. I don't care what they say. We're live from the All-American Ford studio. I'm Rick. I'm Ricky Pietro. I like Catch the puka naku on your chest in a second. That doesn't seem very sanitary. My very average friend and co-host, Dave Rothenberg. The melange. And we're sure he's not broken. Okay. Our amazing producers, our fearless leader, RJ Santillo. David Tepper. It's widely assumed he's the owner of the Carolina Panthers. Is the actual owner, and we'll throw his drink on you. How about the very handsome, very polarizing Raymond Santiago? There's just pounding a guy until, until he completely breaks down. Wow. That's some kind of stamina. Uh, big shout out to the company. Thank you for getting up with us on this Thursday morning. We are DNR, the R&R boys. Champion, champion. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Call us what you want. Don't ever call us lazy. You can hear us every weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN New York. Number to call, 1-800-919-3776. David Ortiz jersey to put up in your man cave. You'd want that? Why you not? Want it? It's memorabilia. You're a slut to the memorabilia is what you're saying. <laughs> Dirty, dirty memorabilia slut. We have an unbelievable show planned for you today. You know, you have your, your thoughts when you're on the toilet. Yes, the toilet is where Dave prepares for the show. Uh, Knicks make it two in a row since the trade for... OG Ananomi. Well said. Julius Randle at 35, Jalen Brunson at 31, and Isaiah Hartenstein added five blocks and 20 rebounds. Nets dropped their fifth straight down in Houston. What's the future look like for Saquon Barkley? Have we seen the last of Zach Wilson in a Jets uniform? We're going to hear from Robert Sala. The NFL announced their Pro Bowl teams. Greeny talked about me yesterday. I think maybe mentioned you. Rick Pietro and company. We're going to respond to him. we got stuff you missed at 9.15, and as always, on the Thursday at 7.45, we have no observations and did happen in Florida. But before we get to all that, it's been assumed for far too long that Dave is the only one with the pipes to sing on the show. It goes on and on and on and on! Or how about this classic? Go and show and show that you were going to. So I get it. But I'm here to tell you, there's a new songbird of this generation. If you listen closely, you might actually think Cher is live in the studio. Turn back time. No, no, that's not Cher. This is Cher. I'll take back <laughs> And you'd say. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Cher, for being with us today. Uh, here he is, though, our OG diva, the one and only Dave Barbara Streisand Rothenberg. That was nice. It was well done. Uh, shots fired right away. All over the place. Right away. Everywhere. Very average co-host? No, no. Very average friend. Excellent co-host. Average No, friend. no. I believe it was av- average. Friend. Really? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Very average. average friend and co-host. Very average friend. That implies also average co-host. No, no. Average friend. Good co-host. You said very average uh, you know what friend I meant. and co-host. You know what I meant. I mean, it's all encapsulating. No. Average friend, great co-host. See, that's not what you well, said. Had you said very average friend and great co-host, I'd have felt very differently right well, now. Well, you know what? I made a mistake, all right? Okay. We don't need to go through the open with a fine-tooth comb, okay? But why? 
Because we don't have to. I say Ananomi, you know, it, it, well, it, it never leaves. Well, it's, a, one, it's one time, blatantly you, wrong. You think I don't know his name is OG uh, Ananobi? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I know me. Oh, I know. I get it. I got it, Raymond. Thank I you, think though. we know you. We don't need to get to know you more, all right? Okay. I mean, you can't even do the melange right. Uh, I hope time? people understand what I deal with on a regular basis. What, what, what is it? Four well, hours a day. Well, uh, well, how awful is it? I got to tell you. Two things. One, I'm very upset about. What? Legitimately upset. Why? Come on. No, yeah, I'm going to say it. You're going to be like, yeah, you're right. Productive meeting yesterday? It was a very productive Very meeting. productive meeting. Excellent meeting. And you know what I don't like also? <laughs> I go to ask a question in the meeting, and before I even ask, oh, here we go. Here, here, uh, here we, why can't, why am I not allowed to ask a question? It's the same question every meeting. I think it's a very relevant question. Uh, if I had, if you said you could bet what question Dave would ask. Oh, okay, okay. Every penny of anything, I've ever earned. If anything that you would want to know from this meeting, wouldn't that be the one thing? Yeah, but they don't have an answer, ever. But, but now we know that an answer is coming next week. And maybe. It's okay, one of those I ones I'll believe know. it when I see it. I, I, I think it's very unfair. It's not like I'm the kid that the bell rings, class ends, and now I'm like, excuse me, professor, I have a question. Now I'm going to keep you late. I had a quick question. I, I saw nothing wrong with the question. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with the question. It's just the exact same question you ask every oh, meeting. Oh, okay. Going into the meeting yesterday, did you have an answer for that question? Did I have an answer? No. Yes. Did, did they have did, an answer? No. No. Okay. Right. I want, I would like an answer. Well, we all would like an answer. All right. Well, you know what? Every meeting, until I have an answer, I'm going to pound the pavement, and I'm going to try to get an answer. <laughs> I just figured when they had an answer, they would tell us. Yeah, you're right. I'm just much easier in those meetings. Great. Anyway. So we'll, we'll be like J- June, July, August, and I'll be like, I, w- I wonder what's happening. You're like, when they find out right. what they're going to do, they'll tell us. When they RJ, know, we'll know. RJ, when I, when, I, uh, when I asked that question, did you have an issue with it? I- I'm sorry it kept you late in the meeting. Do you, do you have an issue with my, my questioning at the meeting yesterday? I had no problem with what you asked. I think it was a, a question that needs an answer. I think you're going to get an answer very soon, a week from today, perhaps. Do you not Do you not feel it's unfair for me to say, like, okay, I have a question, and for him to start with the, oh, here we go with this question again. I have to say, I thought yesterday was one of the great meetings of all time. I, I laughed a great deal. I don't know if that was the intent of the meeting. I laughed a lot. I would say our meetings are probably unlike any meetings anyone has ever gone to, <laughs> ever. It, it may not have been productive at all, but we did have a fun time. Well, I think part of it is that... Any any higher up that comes into the meeting, I think in in most cases they expect a a level of of, of respect. Decorum, yeah, decorum. Uh-huh. I, I think in our meetings we just basically act how we it's do the on, show. on the show. It's the show in a meeting scenario. Is ba- what it is. Bosses get made fun of. Boss, <laughs> bosses of bosses get made fun of. It's really anyone is is open game. That's right. I mean, Rick was making fun of John. In the meeting, the way he was making fun of him on the show yesterday, to our to John's boss, right, right, that's exactly. And, and correct. you know what the troubling part? John's boss agreed. Agreed. He was well, like, you know what? Good point, Rick. Who doesn't? Well, I think you, I think you have to. I agree. think you have to. On the yesterday was a real misstep for John with the outfit, <laughs> yes. and I, hardly am I Ralph Lauren, but it was it was a real misstep for John. It was tough. Um, re- really tough day. So, two things non sports related. Then we'll get into the sports. Well, one I'll save for later. One I got. I have to get it to you right now. The fact that RJ shaved that gorgeous beard, oh. and you said, oh, you're, you're going to complain, but you're going to agree with me, and I told you you would. Shave that beard and didn't bring us a one-day mustache is a horrifying existence right now, RJ. It had to go. Well, take a picture at one, least. One day? Yeah, or give us a picture One something. day of the mustache? At some point, you'll get a mustache. No. 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 That, well, this that, was the time. This was the thing. You had the beard. The mustache, I thought, looked great. You might have been able to pull off a mustache on its own. 
Who knows? Now we'll never know. Right. You know how badly I've wanted this. I mentioned it all the time. It was right there for the taking, and you couldn't give me one day of Not a mustache. One day. Not one day. Maybe you see if Ange wants a mustache ride. Who knows? Maybe that's maybe that's something she likes. But no, you don't even want to take it for a test run. It's embarrassing is what it is. Uh-huh. Raymond would grow a mustache if we asked him. And I got to be honest with you, because I always am, I think you look better yesterday than you do today. Mm-hmm. I, I think RJ clean-shaven, good. RJ with that beard, mm, top notch. No, I think the beard is solid. I think clean-cut. Yeah, I'm not. A, I don't. I don't think I. I. I adapt as well to the beard as you do. Your beard guy. I would. I actually wouldn't even know what you look like. Clean shaven. No. Oh no, you would not. I've had a beard for a very long time. It's funny because when I met Sherry, I had a goatee, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Goatees are creepy." So yeah. here's what's going to happen. She said, "You're either going to uh, clean shave this thing, or you're going to grow a beard." I was like, "Okay, beard. I don't like shaving. Not a fan of shaving. No, I hate shaving. So no goatee. Goatee goes away. Beard's here. Had beard for a very long time now. So Yankees say, "Hey, we want to give you all this money, but you got to shave your face." I don't know. A little I mean, less somewhere else, though. I, th- I will tell you this, and I, I know we're not going to get into this a lot today. I think what the Yankees do is preposterous at this point. Islanders do it. Okay. Yeah. I think it's I think it's ridiculous. So you can have you can have tattoos all over your mm-hmm. face, but you no, can't. No, I don't, yeah. Or you can have neck tattoos, right, right, yeah. but you can't have a, a beard. I think it's just something about being like just a pro. How, how does a beard say... Well, I, what was the question I, I asked? Like, why would I... I don't understand it? Oh, dude, I had this fight a thousand times with... Uh, when I played for the NHL, just in the NHL. I mean, they've loosened it up a little bit now, but it's like, why am I wearing a suit to pregame skate that I have to wear now to pregame meal that I'm going to wear to the game? Like, who's no one seeing me? Right. Why am I wearing a suit? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. That I all sweat, that I sweat through after a pregame skate. It makes right. no sense at it, all. It makes no sense. But no, uh, listen, if the Yankees offer me a huge amount of money and I can't have a beard, I probably would, would do that, but I just, I think it's preposterous at this point. I actually think Verdugo looks better shaved, though. That's not the point. Looks young. Vibrant, spry, healthy. Yep. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that's the point. Anyhow, what is the point? We have some some Aaron Rodgers to get into oh, yeah. today, of course, because that is the story that keeps on giving. Saquon has he played his final game with the Giants? We have no observations. We have did it happen in Florida? We have some Robert Sala. But I, I think, and, I, and we're going to get more into the Knicks as we move along. So, as always, phone lines open one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Boy, I, I got to tell you, and this is amazing is that watching right now the Knicks last night down 10 first half Alex turns to me and goes they're going to lose this game I turned to him I said no they're not no way like when was the last time you watched a Knicks game they fell behind by 10 points and you had no concern that they wouldn't win the game uh what was the last time it doesn't happen well no but I also think it depends on who they're playing too and how sloppy that first half was I mean, they said that the the box score I'm looking at right now says 12 turnovers. As you're watching the game, they said 13 turnovers, right. which is way... I mean, that's what you average for the entirety of the game. Right, but they shut it down in the second half. They didn't turn right. the ball of course. over in the second but half. They, yeah. I would think that was part of the reason why you felt like they were going to figure out in the second half. As as loose and sloppy as they played in the first the first half, they were down, what, four at the half? 55-51, I right. believe, at the half. So, I mean, yeah, they're a good team, man. There's, there's not a question in my mind that they're a good team. Right. It's it's hard for me, and I know Raymond says it's time to get past the, the point where you look at the Knicks as this dysfunctional organization. It was so dysfunctional for so long, it's hard for me to look at things and say, yeah, you know what? The Knicks are a, a well-run, competent, good basketball team. Well, listen, I get it, but you're going to have to get over it because they are a well-run, good basketball team. Great. It's great. It's nice to live in the world where they fall behind by 10 points in the first half and ordinarily be like, oh, God, we're on the verge of being done. And my thought last night is, no, they'll be fine. They'll win this game. Dude, you have two legitimate all-stars. I mean, Julius Randle gave you 35. Brunson gave you 31. Brunson was really good in the first half. Jay, I mean, 
dishing the ball, scoring. And then in the second half, Julius was really good. He, uh, how much of Julius playing at this level do you think is the fact that they've moved on from R.J. Barrett? You think he's like buoyed by this? No, he looks I don't like think kind he's of a different player this. right now. No, I don't think he's buoyed by this. I think it's also, I mean, if you've noticed this game, he's not, I mean, he's not settling for threes now. He's doing what he does well, which is take advantage of his size and, and strength. Right. He's a bull. He's a bull. And they're trying to the guard paint. him with Caruso last night? That was comical. I mean, I will he, say, though, dude, I mean, the most frustrating thing about him, and I'm a Julius Randle guy, I know you're not, is just, it, I don't know if there's anyone in the league worse at feeling when a double team is coming. Right. Like, and it surprises him every time. Raymond went right after you with that. Well, he knows. He, he no. agrees with me. He, no, he did not agree yeah, with he you. Did. No, he did. No, I don't think he did. I think he did. No, I think he went the exact other way. I think you're wrong. You said, is there anybody that's, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't no, think so. Wrong. You said, is there anybody worse against a double team than, uh, than Randall? He said, oh, I, I believe so. Don't believe so. Oh, don't. I was agreeing with him. Yeah, you were you were agreeing with him. Yep. Let, let me let me look at this again because that was I, after the numerous videos being sent. That was wild. That one video. That one video is wild. Uh oh yeah. I no, guess I'm I misread lying. it. You know who's really stepped up though, and it's been very impressive. You can see his confidence building. Uh stepped. Yes, I know who you're going to say. Yep, Hartenstein. Oh yeah. He's something, huh? Dude. He's a really good player. Really good player. The shame of it is, could you imagine that two-headed monster if you had Robinson and, and Hartenstein at the center position? Right, but I don't know if he reached, I don't know if he gets to this level. Probably like, not. Right, like, I mean, that's it's part of the reason why, and it's going to be tough, I'm telling you right now, because it was tough when they got rid of him, but watching IQ, like when now he's given the opportunity to get more minutes to start and get to and potentially reach a new level, like Hartenstein's getting the minutes now and the responsibility where... This is like he hasn't gotten this before, right? And he's, he's taking he's full advantage of it. Oh, he's tremendous. He re- he really is. He's tremendous. I mean, twenty rebounds, five blocks, tremendous. Like he's a legitimate low post yep. president. And again, not offensively, but you don't need uh, to be better, an offensive but guy. He's, he's better offensively than Mitch is. Anybody's better offensively yeah. than Mitchell Robinson. But he what he brings to the table is you. You thought when Robinson went down, you're like, oh god, who are we going to acquire? How are we going to deal with this? I think Hartenstein might be a guy that can give you 30-plus minutes a game and yep. play very effective basketball. Right. I agree with you. I, I think the bigger problem here as we move forward, and listen, I know it's only two games, but is figuring out the bench situation because it's not great. Uh, it's not great. No. And this is going to be, are you talking about the amount of pressure and stress this is going to put on Jalen? And it felt like this was a deep team. Well, it was. Like two weeks ago, it felt like this was a deep team. and now, so, so it's Josh Hart, Quentin Grimes, uh, Precious Achua. I mean. Deuce. Yeah, that's the thing, though. But are those like, other, do you trust Achua no. and 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 McBride in big moments? Well, no, it's not even that, though. I'm just talking about like the amount of stress and pressure it's going to put on Jalen, amount of minutes he's going to have to play. Right, yeah, he played 38 last night, but it's like you couldn't. I mean, there was I think it was the start of the was it the start of the first quarter, uh, the fourth quarter, Raymond, when they had their bench on the floor, and then it's like, whoa, whoa this isn't. We got to get them off. Yeah, you got to get them off the, off just, the court. I mean, that's usually well, how it goes with the fourth. Yeah, but listen, listen to the numbers. Ananobi was plus thirty-five. Yep. Randall plus thirteen. Hartenstein plus thirty-two. Brunson plus thirty-one. DiVincenzo plus eighteen. Right now we go to the bench. Hart plus two. Grimes minus twenty. Well, look at the points too, though. That's um, the big thing. McBride minus fifteen and Achua minus sixteen. The big numbers to be minus. Yeah, well, big numbers. But on top of that, too, it's like I mean, you. It was one of the strengths of this team. Was the amount of points you were getting off your bench. Right. Well, that's, that's not going to be the case anymore. Well, no, because you got rid of IQ. So now guys, other guys will have to step up. Um, but No one. But no I, one is scoring off the bench now. Well, that's right. But again, I, I kind of will hold and, and wait and see where we wind up. Where, where do we want? Because I, I can't believe. When's the deadline? February 8th, I think. Trade deadline. 
that I would be stunned if the Knicks looked like this as we go into no, I agree with you. Like, the what's the next the move? Season. But then you have to you run into the the issue that has to get solved at some point where it sounds like Atlanta is open for business, but the Dejounte Murray because he's a clutch client want to be a Nick. Like, which is, is that a, a possibility? Which is ridiculous, right? It's something that has to be fixed because I mean he would help. Uh, he would help a lot. Yeah, he would help a lot. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. As RJ was in here kibitzing with us, um, hair free on his face, I, put, I almost missed the open because of that. Put a couple people on hold. That's what I did. You're a professional. I really am. Even though I'm a, an average co-host. No, average friend, I meant. That's not what we said. You know what I meant. Who the hell are you? This was a shot about yesterday in the jersey. That's all it was. Okay. Stop it. Don't be sensitive now. Most people, I think, agree with you on that. Uh, they do. Except for my wife. Thinks that you don't get someone a gift that benefits you. Well, it's not you. really a gift. It's a, it's a test, really. Well, you don't get someone a... You, why, why give a test? Well, I don't buy you gifts anymore because you don't use them. There's no sense of getting you a gift. That's not true. I have your soups all the time. Yeah, right. Well, it's different. Because you, lo- I thought you would love the headset. You don't. Yeah, listen, I, I don't. You know don't what even to say. try it. That's what really aggravates I know. me. I understand. I understand. It'd be you better for your like back that. too. If you think about it, because you could kind of just recline. I, I don't know what's going to help that at this point. Hopefully not surgery. I hope to God. Big not MRI surgery. today. I'm very upset. Um, all right, let's let's hear from Tom Thibodeau um, on Isaiah Hartenstein. Twenty rebounds last night. Here's the coach on the center. Yeah, playing really, really well. Thought our, our starters had good rhythm. We started the first half. One of the things, uh, OG getting in foul trouble probably hurt us some. The turnovers put them in the open floor and gave them a lot of confidence. And, you know, DeRozan's a load to deal with. So, But I thought our rebounding was really good. It was great. It, it really was. And there's, there's a tremendous, you can feel it, there's, there's such a buzz about the Knicks at the Garden. And this... Would you say that the Knicks fan base is the most passionate New York fan that, that's out there? Oh, that's a good question. 
Um, I would say that they're right there. Yeah. G- give me from three to one. Cuddle Mary Trash. Ugh. I'm going to take the Devils off. Uh, I'm going to take the Nets off. Most passionate fan Most base. Most passionate New York fan base. Well, I think the Giants are up there. Okay. The Yankees are up there. Yep. Rangers are up there. Rangers are up there. I would probably say Islanders are... I mean, it's not a huge... I mean, it's not but as big as those three. Passionate, very sure. Very passionate. Um, I would probably say... Who? I might put the Knicks one. I might as well. I might put the Rangers one. You think? I might. I, I see, mean, the, the, Jets, the Jets have a hell of a passion. I know, but base. it's just it's tough. Because all I know is that since I've been doing radio in the city, it feels like... And I know you just can't look at number of calls taken as most passionate fan bases, but it seems like Knicks, not so much this year, just because I don't like this is weird. I, I almost feel like with the Knicks, right the, now. the worse they are, the more passionate the fan, like we haven't had, I mean, right now we have phone lines are open and we're not getting a ton of calls on the Knicks. Good win last night, but it feels like it's kind of like, all right, I expect to win. It's a game we should win. And we're not going to call the show because of it. I don't really right. understand why. Well, we didn't even take that many phone calls. I thought there would be more people that would call in upset about the deal, but we really didn't take any calls upset about no, the deal. No, everybody is very pro Knicks right now. But back like when Melo was here, you mentioned is, dude, we could be talking about something completely different. You mentioned Carmelo Anthony and right. every phone line would light up. Right. But so I would, I would not say Giants. I think I'd say Rangers slash Knicks. I think the Garden teams would probably be the top two, and you could choose your order. Yankees are up there too, though. Yeah. But yeah, but I guess how much? How much of the? Well, but it's. I mean, you also understand though. It's the beauty of of this city, though, is how passionate the fan bases are. But I've told you this in the past. I don't think that New York is the most passionate sports town in in the country. I think Boston and Philly are more passionate. Well, but they also have one of everything. We have two of everything. Right. So it's, I mean, it's a little bit different. I mean, think right. of if so, we just so, had one of everything. I so mean, at least a what thir- you're talking right. about. So if the Yankees are great and the Mets stink, now 40% of the town has no interest in what's going right. on. Right. That's fair. So if everyone is just, I mean, if you just had one of everything and we took. So we're know, gluttonous is what you're saying. No, I don't think we're gluttonous. We just have options. These other cities don't have options. I just think there's. You're in so- Philly. You're an Eagles fan. You're in New York. You're a Jets or Giants fan. Right. But if you're a Giants fan and the Jets do really well, 60% of the, the people don't care or or not overly interested. Yeah, it's also weird how it's set up, though, too. I mean, I think it would be, I, I think you'd probably, it'd actually be better for us if you had the Jets and the Giants in the same division. How great that would be. That would be a lot. It'd be amazing. That would be a lot. Oh, I mean, me and you would probably fist fight at least twice a year. Yeah, and I'd probably win those. No chance. Yeah. No, kick you right in the back. Why would you do because that? Because, listen, you got to take advantage of the weaknesses. You really, you go right after Yeah. That. Well, I'll kick you anywhere then. This is why in I'll hockey. Kick, and anywhere I kick you, you've got an issue. there's an upper body injury and a lower body injury. No, you don't want to identify what it is. So I should have yeah! never, never told you it was I'll the I'll come back. right at it. <sighs> right after that bruise on your side. Bang. That's not nice. Rabbit punches. That's, really? Yeah. Those hurt though. Kidney uh, punches? I know. That's not very nice of you. I want to win the fight. Great. So, but but the weird thing about the Knicks is they're kind of in this this middle ground where they're they're good, they're not great, they're not bad. They're in that four to seven well, range the in thing, the Eastern though. Conference. I, see, I think they've, which I think is a good thing. I mean, if you take a step back, okay, it's tell a me good how thing. it's a good well, thing because I think the expectation now is that they're a playoff team and they'll be judged on what they do in the playoffs. Zero doubt about that, right? But I think that's when teams in this city get to that point. It's like, okay, wake us up when the uh, when the playoffs are here. Yes, but, uh, by, by the way, did you or see it's, Or so we fast forward to, okay, how do we win a championship? 
I think that's. What's I think next? that's. I think that's going to happen soon. There's no slow burn. Did here. you see Halliburton last night? Yeah. And they just keep beating Milwaukee. Yeah. I, see I mean it. that is unbelievable. So listen to this. Did you see? Did you see? I mean, Shea Gilgis Alexander almost every night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but see, the only thing I'll say about that is, and I think that he's probably better than Halliburton. But the thing that gets me so upset about Halliburton is the night of the draft. Like, I was not, I'll be honest with you, I was not screaming for Shea Gilgis Alexander. I wasn't, I can tell you, I was not screaming for Kevin Knox, though. I could but I was that. screaming for Halliburton. Yeah. Screaming for Halliburton. Everyone was. And everyone but the Knicks. That it, it is so frustrating. But again, Knicks are 19 and 15. It's a pretty good record. And you have an especially easier schedule. The, especially with the schedule. Yeah. You have Washington coming up later in the week, and it's not an awful schedule. They're still eighth in the Eastern Conference, though. Like, it's pretty remarkable that you'd be sitting here at eighth in the Eastern Conference. At nineteen and fifteen, yeah, but you got to imagine too, though. I mean, what you've seen from these first two games, and I'll tell you what I really liked. And there was one sequence; you'll know the sequence I'm talking about later. I know exactly. You don't have to say it. When they got three offensive yep. rebounds, and then they had the dunk with Ananobi. Right. Yep. Was awesome. But I think, I mean, and the other thing I really liked is, as good as Demar Derozan was in that first half, you have a guy that when someone is is having a game like Derozan was having, you put OG on him. Yep. And he can shut his water off. That's exactly which I right. Love. I love, love it. it. How could you not? And that's kind of what New York is, right? We we are a hard nosed town. Yeah, but that he, we the, want the, defense. And the best part about that, though, is it's like even when he gets like he'll be in the def- in playing defense, he'll make a good play, whatever, get a rebound, and it's like he can't wait to get the ball out of his hands. There's no interest. Here you go. Right, which I'm sure Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle are like, I I love this guy. Right, I'm going to cut, I'm going to stand in the corner, I'll make my threes, I'll shut down your best player. Right, I'll dunk the ball, but I I don't need the ball in isolation. That's just not my game. It's perfect. Uh, Let's go to Phil in Queens. Phil, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing today? I just wanted to talk about the R.J. Barrett uh, IQ trade about... I don't think it was a terrible trade. I just don't I don't like that we gave up both of them. It should have been one or the other, not both of them. But you also gotta understand though too. See, this is what I love and we appreciate the phone call, is to get to get a good player you have to give up. Two good players? Well, dude, I don't know what the conversation was. This is a guy that they liked since last year's trade deadline. I understand. And they felt like they needed to do something. Like it wasn't working here. I don't listen. I'll tell you right now. I had a hard time watching IQ do what he did last night. I I liked IQ a lot. He, he led the Raptors in the scoring last yeah, night. Yeah, and I still like IQ a lot. But we're not a part of those conversations. If the conversation was, hey, you know, this is what we want to do, RJ for OG, and we'll throw in some draft picks, and like, no, well, there's no, we're not doing that. We want IQ, and you're saying to yourself, well, we're not going to sign IQ, and we got this other move lined up that's going to replace what we're missing with IQ. You mean the, the next move? Whatever the next move is. I right. think that's why every single NBA expert that's talked about this deal is this is a good move, but what's coming behind it? Because, I mean, you're seeing it. I mean, I think Wally used the word yesterday after the first half, like the bench unit looked discombobulated. And hopefully they figure that out. But you still, like, who's scoring? So you expect the next move to happen by the deadline? I would think so if they want to take this thing to to a level where they could actually compete. All right, so you you really can't give full analysis until you see what the next move is and, and where that leads you. Yeah, right now I'm in a spot where I really like the deal because I think OG is exactly what they need. Right. And he so fits you're kind of treading water until you but get I to also, February the 8th. I, you also, I think you're with me, recognize I really like what IQ brings to the table. Absolutely. I like Barrett too. I just don't think Barrett fit with, with this team. It, it was kind of clunky. I'm, I think OG fits better. I think he is for what they need better. I We're going to miss IQ if we don't do something else. Well, the bench is bad. Well, and two, you think of the, the physical toll it's going to take on Jalen. That's why people, that's why... Becky Hammond said it, and I know people went crazy. Why, you know, little, if your best player is on the smaller side, it's tough because to get through an entire playoff series, like 
to get to a championship. He's a tough kid, though. beat the hell out of you, though. Yeah, he's a tough I kid. I know, but at a certain point, like last year was nicked up. And, and, and he still was scoring 40 points in, in game six yeah, against but that's, Miami. that's the second round. What is he looking right now? What's the Eastern Conference Finals it's, look like? It's a fair conversation. All right, we'll break. We'll come back. We'll get to your calls on the Knicks. We've got to get to Saquon, the Jets, Greeny responding to what we said yesterday. A lot to do. No observations. Dehev, it's all happening right here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, everyone shut up. Don't bother. This is a very important read. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dance on no, the No, no. This da, is very... Da, 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 da. i got a big Zoom call coming up for oh, this. Well, All right. Oh, boy! Uh, here we go. <laughs> oh, boy! Oh, focus. All right, friends. you got to go see Dr. Jay Shah. He's a double board certified pain specialist. Don't let, like Dave, your neck, back, joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you love to do. It's time to reclaim your active lifestyle. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shah today at Samuel Pain. Dr. Jay Shah treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, and nerve pain. Dr. Shah is also a migraine and headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, scars, incisions, or downtime. Call Dr. Jay Shah to take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without pain medications. Enjoy life pain-free. Same day and next day appointments available. Go to SamwellPain.com. Put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Jay Shah. Go to SamwellPain.com now. Regain your active lifestyle and enjoy all your favorite activities pain-free. Samuel Payne now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand new office in Englewood to serve Bergen County. Visit SamwellPain.com. You're going to wish you met Dr. Jay Shah sooner. Most major insurance are accepted. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Well, you take a lot of drugs during the show, huh? No, it's not drugs. It's the, it's the, it's vitamins. What's it, what's in those vitamins? I got some fish are they, oils. Are those FDA approved? Yeah, I got a multivitamin. I got some fish oils. Nice. Some green tea You extract. take any magnesium? Uh, no. Got some uh, Reservatrol. What's that for? Uh, I don't really know. Aging. <laughs> I think it's for aging. Anti-aging. And yeah. You look young. Uh, you do. You look, young. look younger. You look good. Well, because now I got John wants me to show everyone how I make my shakes. Like he's got all these crazy ideas. Like, well, I might start just doing a stump broth around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> one of the great, one of the great ideas of all time. Just write down. Well, RJ's going to be with me. Oh, we're, no, we're just... Then you'll have a then you'll have a security guard plant. That will also maybe, you, maybe maybe nah maybe maybe we RG, we it. might have to go take take Stump Rothenberg to the streets and do it from the corner of like 64th and Broadway at one point. That's what I've heard. But you, you need that security guy with you. You know what? If if I've heard anything though in the, in the last couple of minutes during the break, Dave will do anything for you know for his well being. So yes. I'm, I, I'm not worried. Wait 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 a anything. minute. I'm not worried. Wait a minute. Anything. I'm not going to pose the question. Even if it became public he because did. because I can't pose the question. <laughs> you no. <laughs> you would not. You disagree with my take. I don't. I wasn't asked the question. So uh, okay. No. W- without asking it, I'm going to ask you the same question. I'd have to think about it. Really? No. You would do the same thing. What am I hearing? What is the noise? What? You know, what, what am I hearing? Why don't we hear a woman talking? What woman yeah, is I this? Heard that same thing. And why is she talking to me right now? I think it stopped. Yeah, I think so are too. You, are you? Are you all right? What? No, I heard the did, same did, thing. Did you so hear the woman? Yeah, someone's coming through my head. <laughs> I, I hear a woman. You, okay, yeah. you, you see, so we're both going crazy at the exact same time. Is what you're Ray saying? Didn't, we wouldn't know. <laughs> right, Raymond is, is knee deep in no, a, I, I, a I, I, hammock I, I, and cheese. When was the last time you heard a woman? Oh boy! Wow! <laughs> yes! Wow! I'm back! Wow! You yeah. never left. No, no I've been nice. No, nice-ish. no, you haven't been. You haven't been nice-ish. No, you I didn't pick on anyone on the show. I didn't pick on anyone. I think I, I think of the four the of us. I've gotten off to the most benign start to the new no. year. I've been very kind to Stop. everybody. Please, very kind. Whatever. Okay. Okay. 
Let's we'll gonna, see how long that lasts. It's going to last. I'm going to I'm going to try to make it through all of 24 being kind and generous. You almost made Joe. I mean, first of all, you had to, Bauer had a nervous breakdown because that was 23. Yeah, and then Joe jo Leo probably will never ever do an open again. Did Did you hear the open? Yeah, I did. And what do you think? I think you could constructively criticize it. Okay, Joe, your your open stunk. <sighs> you need to be it's a way, little harsh. You need to be way better. It's a little harsh. Way, he was stumbling. I, it, the microphone felt like it was on the other side of the room from where he was. It was a bad open. Maybe you got to remember, too, he's playing his own sound at the same time, though. I don't think so. Raymond, was he playing his own sound, or were you playing the sound for Joe Leo during no, the open? No, I, I decided to let him play his own sound oh. because we didn't rehearse the open at all. I said, go ahead and just hit what you need to Do hit. Do you blame yourself for the way that open played out? Not in the slightest. No, not at all. No, but you heard what Raymond said, though. What? Raymond was there to help. Didn't need it. Didn't want it. Thought he didn't need it. Well, needed that's it, the problem. Needed it. I'm terrible. sure Tom Bauer re- rehearsed it. Right, Ray? Uh, he definitely did. See? Good man, that bar. Great man. Great might man. Have, might have ruined his life. Who knows? Well, 24 is going to be ends the best up, version he ends of up, He ends up 15 single. We'll know why. Because <laughs> on live radio, you decided to point out that he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. Great. I don't think Dahmer's on a track. That's not the point. You, you <laughs> wagon? Why? I didn't point. say you, your mannerisms it doesn't are like matter. Dahmer. Yeah, but some things you can't unsee. So if all of a sudden now that's in your mind and you're just like, what yeah, it's not to like get? I said he looks like John Wayne Gacy, like an overweight, you know, oh, old man. I, I doesn't, mean, it doesn't. Looks, it doesn't, he looks you're nice. Not helping yourself though. If you were a woman yeah. and you listen to the show, mm-hmm. and then you, all of a sudden now you became intimate with, with Bauer. How many of these freako psychopath killers wind up with women knocking down the prison right. doors okay, to get that with them? And that's what he wants. That's what he's hoping to attract. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I think something. Let's go to Brian in Huntington and say good morning. Hi, Brian. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Hey guys, happy new year. Uh, I know I don't know if I'm still in the window to say that actually, but um I just had uh Hey, are you guys there? Well, yeah, we're listening yeah, to we're you. Here. Yeah, of oh, course. Okay. We're never we're always uh, here. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Um I I had a troubling little piece of news that I came across last night. Uh-oh. Um Yeah, a little little bit troubling. A couple of sports things I was going to get to, but I think this is more important, okay. obviously. And it's kind of in the same vein and it's kind of good timing because you guys were just talking about um, doing some Rothenberg on the street, and Dave, you were just saying how you were you were turning over a new leaf for 2024 and looking to be kind and right. generous and so on and so forth. So I was watching. I don't know if you guys watched the ABC telecast of the Knicks uh, Bulls game last night, but um, wasn't yeah, right wasn't that the only way to watch the game, or am I mistaken? Was it? I don't know. Was it on MSG? I don't. I don't think was so. It on MSG? No. Okay. So then. Well, then yeah. So then I guess yeah, it was the only way. But if you were watching, no, it was it, on MSG last night. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Alan was okay. on the call. Um, Alan and Kenny. Okay. Right. So, and who was on the call on ABC was your was old... Was Ruko, yeah. Dave, yeah, co-host Ruko, right? So about just before maybe halftime, all of a sudden they, they cut to the booth there with the video and they, they do a new segment called Stump JJ. Oh, no. Really? Um, live, on, uh, live on air called Stump JJ. Oh. Where they asked... And honestly, when I saw like the little Stump JJ come across the, come across the screen, I got so... I got so like... I don't want to say flustered, but I was just so taken aback that I didn't even remember what the question was asked. But they asked him some sort of, some sort of question or whatever that they had to, they were trying to stump him on. And I just figured a little bit of a troubling piece of news there that your old co-host. I think very. You know, as, as you would say, take your baby, probably your number one baby of right. all your. This is only baby, really. Really, and and just just broadcast it right right over the air. On, you know what I would would have respected, Brian. I'm glad you brought this to our attention. If, if they would have come on and said, "My old co-host does a segment called Stump Rothenberg, and it's yeah, so good." But they never do that, though. Well, yeah, but but they should. Uh, well, they don't, though. Are you, are you not used to this by now? I'm going to text Ryan. 
Do it. Get him on the show. Well, it's 640. Chastise I'm going to wait till after no, 7. No, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait till after 7 o'clock. up. I'm going to wait till after 7 o'clock. I'm going to text Ryan and say, what gives? Yeah, what's up? Because it's a new version of me. I'm not going to be nasty and aggressive. I'm just going to say, I don't understand. All I can say is this, okay? You can do this whole, like, I'm not going to be nasty stuff. Right. We hit the pickleball court. It better change. I what? want Eye of the Tiger. Can you please? Ferocious competitor. Can, uh, can you Can you please? Trash talk. If the if the I'm paddle, not much of a trash talker. If the paddle accidentally happens to slip out of your hand and smash him on you, I sent you guys that video the other day. I, I, lo- I your mother. That video. Yeah, that's uh, of the paddle slipping out of the guy's hand, yeah, hitting yeah. the other guy, his, his own teammate though, right in the head. I smashed the ball right off Cassidy the other day. How much are you playing pickleball now? Uh, I played a couple times. Yeah. Well, the kids, you love it, it, right? Well, no. What's nice is the kids can play it. Yeah. Like so, Milo does. Milo plays he plays tennis. So naturally, now with him and his buddy. That play tennis together, they can actually, and they're actually well, pretty pickleball good. Well, pickleball is probably easier for them. Right, and they're a pretty good team, so they can actually, they enjoy it. So it's, I mean, it, no snow, like I said, so trying to figure out things to do with the kids. It might snow this weekend. I saw that. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. No, why? I know, because I don't want to deal with it's that. Be nice. This, uh, the plow guy's going to come. I got to pay him. I don't want any of that. How about the dry guy came just, comes yesterday? Yeah. Okay. And tells us what you have to do. Because for some reason, the, the person who built our house thought it was a good idea to take the dryer, which isn't, I, I can't explain it, but. To take what wing of the house is the laundry room? Stop with the wing stuff. Uh-huh. What is it? The vent? You know the dryer vent? Right. Yeah, yeah. Rather than you got to keep that clean. Right. Of course. Well, that was part of the problem. That's why this thing blew up. Rather than just have it close to where the dryer is, this thing goes under through the like uh, through the floor and out the back, like 30, 40 feet. So we're like, well, how do we fix this? Like, well, we have to go in the basement. We have to come up through all the insulation. They have to, they have to- no, I'm like, whoa, we're not doing that. that right. That's not happening. So this guy's like, yeah, here's what we'll do. I'll come in. You know, I'll put a little thing here. We'll drill a hole. You get the guy come in, cut it. Guy shows up yesterday. I I can't cut that. Okay, there's nothing I can do. Like, so what they do? He did nothing. Charged me full price and left. So you still have the same issue? No, I had to have the guy the, the guy who was coming to do clean that cleaned it out. No, the mason had to come in and it, no, I had to cut a giant hole. They had to put a new vent. Yeah, but this guy's like nope. Well, so well. they messed up in the building originally. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we we're gonna fix it. And this guy was supposed to be part of the solution. Did nothing. Mike in uh, Wanta. Hi, Mike. You're on ninety-eight seven. Hey, morning, Dave. Hey, uh, morning, Rick. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. Um, if I could just make a point about the Knicks, and I, I just have a question. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, ask the question first. Who's, where I gotta find out where is uh, the, the guy who uh, kind of maniacal Knicks fan, a little psychotic, foreign accent. Uh, where is Omar? This? I haven't heard him. He was. What was his name? Omar. Omar. He's, He's yeah. a, a Bills fan, and the Bills are doing well, and a Knicks fan. Yeah. I have not heard uh, him pull up. But his rants were great. Oh, that that was yeah. Oh, he was great. He's a hardball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard him in a while. Uh, neither my, way. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, my 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 next point was uh, I think uh, number one. I think R.J. Barrett is interchangeable. I, I think Dante DiVincenzo is. I actually think he's a better player than R.J. Barrett. I mean, he hustles more. He's doing the uh, uh, the uh, uh, tangibles that uh, that that uh, Barrett was not doing. And, you know, I mean, I, I do agree with the other caller about quickly, I think, giving up. a. I mean, quickly's a starting point guard. And now we say the point guard is the number one position in the NBA. I think the Knicks kind of did themselves a uh, disservice because they, I think they weren't trying to give him a lot of playing time. Maybe they were trying to stun his, his growth so they could sign him for a lower extension. And then, you know, it, it hurt his trade value. So uh, I think that kind of, I think, you know, that's going to hurt a little bit. But uh, I do like Quentin Grimes a lot. And I think Quentin Grimes is going to get more and more comfortable. 
And he's a player that hopefully is going to develop nicely. But thank you for taking the call, guys, and have a good new year. Thanks, and th- thanks for making the call. No, they they need Quentin Grimes to become that player now. Yeah, right. I mean, he's the one It was, you know, we'd all like to see him get more opportunities. So now that, you know, IQ and Barrett are gone, he's going to have to step up. Play great D, make his threes. Knicks are better. I'm going to run through here. You tell me they're better than, than who. All right, so they're in the eighth spot ahead of Brooklyn, better than Brooklyn, right? Yeah. That's not even a question. All right, seven is Cleveland. Same record as the Knicks. Are the Knicks better than Cleveland? Yes. All right. We'll jump them. Six is Orlando. Same record as the Knicks. Ooh. Are they better than Orlando? I'm going to say in the long run, yes. Okay. Five is Indiana. Indiana plays no defense. Oh, they can score, though. Same record. No, uh, Indiana half a game better. 19 and 14. Um, Won five in a row. Are we talking like better, like who you think would win a this playoff? Year. Like a this playoff year. series? Mm, like standings. Standings-wise? Um, so right now you have them leapfrogging those two teams. Do they leapfrog Indiana? 19 and 14. By the end of it, yes. Okay. Miami's 20 and 14. Um, I think we could be better than Miami. Okay. And then Philly, Milwaukee, Boston. No, no, no. No, I think we're right. I mean, I think we're right there so, between three and five. So Philly's realistic? I don't know if it's realistic, but I'd say right. I mean, we're right. All in right. That so area. you think the Knicks are realistically the four, right? Four or five. Okay, and then you're looking at Miami or Indiana or Orlando or Cleveland in round one. All very winnable series, right? right? And then it's Boston in round two, and that's when you go home. Well, I mean, yeah. Realistically, that's probably when you're going to go home. Okay, well, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, on paper, fully healthy, their best against our best right now with this this current iteration of the team. Yeah, I would say Boston, but you don't know what this this team is going to look like by the end of the season. Sure. So for me now, circle on your calendar February the 8th. That's, That's your day. And let's see what the Knicks look like on February the 9th. And how disappointed would you be if we get to February 9th and it's the same team? You know, they they add a, a bench player, a role player, but nothing nothing real. Oh, would I be uh, would I be disappointed? I mean, I guess a little bit. But I mean, it also depends on what this team looks like as we move forward. I guess it's two games we've seen it. Sure. Like does the bench all of a sudden now figure itself out? Does someone I mean, does someone step up? So who okay, who who steps up on the bench? It's not a Chua. Well, no. I mean, you took I, Quentin Grimes is one of the guys sure. that you expect more from. Hart. Josh Hart, yeah. yeah. I just don't like. I'm I'm more concerned about like who's handling the basketball. Like who's going to be the d- dominant ball handler? Handler. You're going to have to figure it out. It's going to be. I mean, it, in theory, it would be Deuce. I don't know. That's what it's supposed to be. He's underwhelming, though. Okay, but he's going to have an opportunity now. Well, where Brunson's going to play more minutes, which I don't know if is a great thing. It's probably not. Let's go to Wes in uh, East Hanover, our buddy. Good morning, Wes. Morning, fellas. Morning, company. Happy New Year. Happy New so, Year, Wes. Uh, happy New Year. You know, so I realize talking over the holidays, what makes your show different and what makes you elite is that you just pointed it out about your meeting with the bosses. You guys don't hold anything back. It's no love fest with the producers or with the other co-hosts. It's really just brutal honesty. We love each other, but you got to brag on each other. So. That stood out to me while you had the host, uh, the, the the slappies, if we want to call them that, uh, in over the over the holiday. I don't want. Let's when not call them that. slappies. I heard they did a pretty good job last week. They, they actually did. I was really impressed with Maria. Truth be told, uh, out of all of them, but it was it was good. So, what, how did you feel about the I ass man? Him, did you like the ass man? He looked like a slappy, didn't he? So this is going to sound terrible, uh-huh. and I probably shouldn't be this honest, but but we are in the den of honesty Always. because it, it's DNR, right? 
I felt like he was a little repetitive. Yeah. I think he's got a lot of potential, but I felt like we talked about the same things in the Nick games in particular over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm not a basketball guy, so I got a little bored by that, but it's okay. All right. Uh, but other than that, he's got tons of talent. Tons and of I talent. Very good, especially especially Jets wise. He's very good. So wouldn't you wouldn't you say then that if he's got tons of talent, but it wasn't brought out of him properly, maybe that's on the producer of the show from last week. Well, it, it could be. So right. I don't know if you're going after Ray or no. Dahmer. I'm just I'm uh, I'm, I'm merely uh, pointing out something that maybe needs to be brought to everyone's attention. Like if you think this, uh, right? I mean, isn't that what you say? If a if a player is tremendously talented, but you never see the full potential of what he's capable of doing, you blame the coach, right? Yes, uh, and and you're you're right about that, I suppose. But I'll, I'll just say I think Ray did a fantastic job. Uh, and I, I got to tell you, Dahmer getting the paternity leave and the three-week absent by RJ, uh, you're right. He is the fill-in when, when RJ needs a fill-in. There's no question about that. He's fantastic. I agree. Okay, anyway, so let me get to my point because yep. I got a, a screaming child. The, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch is not holding them anymore. But what I was calling about was passionate fan bases. And optimistic fans make me sick. And there's something about the Knicks. They are not optimistic. They are realists. And so they are incredibly passionate. Even when they're winning, they don't see it as good enough. There's always something better. And so that's the sign for me of a passionate fan base. Even when you're winning, you're not negative, but you're wanting them to take the next step. And the thing that's just blase fair, it is what it is. So you guys... Appreciate you taking the call. Uh, have a good day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. That's Wes in East Hanover. Good uh, call as always. Uh, yeah, I don't. I hate. You know what I hate? The fan base that always finds the silver lining of why things are going to be fine. I, I I can't stand that. I need a realistic slash passionate in your face kind of a fan. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand that mindset because oh, everything gonna, is not be always fine. Yeah, but everything is not always great. I mean, especially with the teams I root for, everything is not always great. Well, the Jets, it's most part, it rarely ever great. Islanders have been good of late, but have had stretches where it hasn't been great. Mets have had long stretches yeah, where it's I, been I, a major me, problem. I, I played during those stretches, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, so the, the thing I don't, the thing I don't like, and I understand it, but I don't like it is just the, this. There's always a sense of urgency, like there's never patience. Like, what's I feel next? like the what's Knicks next? fan is being take patient that now, though. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, that, but there is also that, like, okay, where, where's the where's the superstar? Who we who we who's going to be the disgruntled guy we get? But that's life in general, no. No, I think sometimes you got to st- take a step back and just enjoy the fact that this team is good now. That's hard to do, though. Well, how long have they been? How long have they been good for? You can't just relax for a minute. I think I'm be happy. That the I think I'm doing well a good run. job with it, but I think that that kind of the DNA of a, a fan is is. You want a championship, right? And how do you how do you yeah, get wants a championship, but to a championship? Get, right, but at some point you got to step back and enjoy what's happening, though. You can't let it affect your ability to enjoy that this team is is a good basketball team. Well, can't you enjoy that they're good and also want more from it? Hey, if you're capable of doing both, but I find that there there are certain people that just aren't capable of enjoying being in the moment. They want what's next, what's next, what's next, and aren't happy until. That happens. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm like that. Like, the Giants still have a game. They'll win a good game. I mean, this has been a long time, but they'll win a good game. And, and immediately, I'm like, all right, so now if we can win the next game, now we put, like, you know, yeah, I think that. Yeah, but I think it's, it's different, though. It's during the course of a season. I get that. I just mean in general. Like they, I mean, like, the, the not the micro, I mean the macro. 
Like last year, you I mean, I, I think you did a good job. You enjoyed the fact that the Giants were winning football games. Right. You had no real expectation, which I think sometimes makes it better. Right, like you went to that Green Bay game during the the tailgate. Like there was no expectation that's that they right. were going to win, but that's all of a sudden right. now they had a chance. You enjoyed it. You celebrated like crazy when they won. You enjoyed the fact that they went into Minnesota and won a playoff game. But there was, and you were happy with that. And I was not despondent when they lost to Philadelphia in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, because you're. I mean, you are a realistic fan. You're like, okay. And you even said uh, they'll probably take a step back. And they did. They took more than a step back. But I, I just, I just sometimes I just relax. Enjoy that your team is really good. It's, it's. I agree with you. It's not always so easy to do. No, I know. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm just saying like we've been through enough bad that just enjoy when it's good. And it's good. And it's good. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.